Hello, and welcome to New Jersey is the World. Hello, everybody. Chris Gathard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the World. So psyched to have you here yet again. Means the world that everybody's been enjoying the show. And also, just want to say thanks to everybody who went out and bought tickets to the May 22nd live show we're doing at the House of Independence in Asbury Park. We made it available to people on our Patreon only at first, and they sold that first show out in half an hour. Thank you all for doing that. That's amazing. Uh, we actually wound up opening a late show, second show, and patrons snapped up over half of those right away, too. And uh, at the at the time of release, I don't know if there will be many left, but uh, go check the House of Independence website. We'd love to see you May 22nd. Come check it out. Other ways you can support, obviously, our Patreon. I mentioned it. New Jersey is the world. It's the name. Belowthecollar.com slash Chris Gethard. That's where you can get t-shirts. And uh, that's all the plugging I'll do right now. That's all the plugging I'll do. What I will say is you're about to hear an episode of Voices from the Jug Handle. This is the first one we're putting out there for free. It's one of my favorite things we do by far. Uh, it's just voicemails. It's just voicemails. You guys out there, leave us at 973-780-4660. Carson Kopp, our producer, engineer, mastermind, grabs a whole bunch of them and then makes it real trippy. It's a real good time. All right, everybody, enjoy it. Thanks for enjoying what we do. Thanks for supporting us in so many ways. We'll see you soon. Oh, also, if you're uh, if you're getting this Monday, May third, that's when uh, that's when it goes up. If you're on the Patreon or you want to join tonight, we're doing a live stream called "Is Mallrats Good?" where we explore is this movie that a lot of Jersey people really have an obsession with. Is it actually still good? So rewatch it. Come join us. Have some laughs. See you tonight. See you on May twenty second. Enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, hello and welcome back to the fourth installment of a very silly show here on New Jersey is the World called Voices from the Jug Handle. My name is Carson Kopp. I am the editor and co-producer here at the home office of New Jersey is the World. A lot of great calls this month, and they're all sitting so pretty, just like all of you. (laughs) For the uninitiated, Voices from the Jug Handle is a show on New Jersey is the World where we put on display a fair and even cross-section of all the feedback we get from you, our lovely listeners, back here at the home office of New Jersey is the World, which you can contact at any time with your own feedback by calling 973-780-4660 and leaving a message with the Chelsea Nygaard Bot 5000, our answering machine. The ups, the downs, the twists, the turns. It's like a roadmap of our lovely home state, the concrete circulatory system that unites us all as New Jerseyans. New Jerseyites? I'm going with New Jerseyans. It rolls off the tongue better. As you can all probably tell by now, I'm recording this under fairer weather conditions than usual, and... 
as the home office here at New Jersey of the World is devoid of air conditioning, the windows are open, the birds are singing, and if you listen hard enough, you can probably hear my neighbor's cars idling just outside my window. The bees are buzzing too, and they are trying their damnedest to get through these beat-up old screens I have. I think I can get one more summer out of them, but we shall see, New Jersey. We sure shall. Anyway, that is enough out of me. Let's get down to you, our listeners, as we explore deeper into the storied tales of the greatest state in the nation, this New Jersey. And let's get a big old earful of some voices from the jug handle. Voices from the Jug Handle, a subsidiary of New Jersey is the World. Unfortunately, all of our representatives are currently predisposed. Please leave your message after the tone. Thank you, and have a nice day. Hey, my name is Barb, and I am from Haddonfield, Glassboro area. Moved back and forth, so I just got done listening to today's show. I think it was Steve who called and talked about representing South Jersey. And I was thrilled to hear that because South Jersey hardly ever gets any love on the show. So, yep, South Jersey girl here. A um, couple of thoughts from South Jersey. He mentioned the horseshoe crabs, and I don't know if your listeners really care, give a shit, but if you find a horseshoe crab that has a tag on it, you can actually send it in to NREC, and they will send you a certificate and a little pin that looks just like a horseshoe crab. I don't know where the hell you're going to wear that, but hey, you can do that. So, going back to the theme park idea and really shitty places that we went to as kids, Clinton Park in Clinton, New Jersey, awful place. Like, rusty ride, people who probably aren't sober running the ride, super small with too many rides packed in the space, just a terrible, terrible location. But for some reason, we went. I don't know. Don't have any fond memories of it other than feeling gross the entire time I was there. Um, and another place is Soupy Island, which apparently was like an amusement park at some point in this world. But when I was there for an actual function, the rides weren't even functional. We were there for my boyfriend's parents' work day out for their employees, and they brought us to this rundown, shitty little area. It's not even a legit island, but it's called Soupy Island for some reason. I don't know. So those are my thoughts. So I just want to shout out for South Jersey. Thanks for the awesome podcast. Hi, this is Scott, originally from Montville, now in Boston, and I'm here with my daughters Maya, age seven, and Hannah, age three. You played our voicemail uh, on a recent episode, and we were really surprised to hear it. And then Hannah wasn't three yet when we, we left that last voicemail, but now she is. Yeah. Yeah. And Maya heard the recording on, on your podcast. And, oh, just one second. And Maya, you wanted to say something about the recording that you heard, right? 
There actually isn't a good playground there. She says there actually isn't a good playground in New Jersey and that she misspoke. Is there anything else that you want to say about New Jersey? No. Okay. Well, thank you for the great podcast, and we'll, we'll keep listening. Hi, Chris. This is Teresa from Neptune, New Jersey. That's in New Jersey, Monmouth County. And I'm calling to lobby once again for female representation on one of the shows, one of the spinoffs. Um, I just feel like you need to have some Jersey girl voices in there as a host, a guest, um, some kind of representation of the awesome women of New Jersey. Thanks. I love the show. Hi, Chris. I was listening to your pollution episode, and then I was inspired to look up my hometown, Olbers, New Jersey, on the EPA website, and I had to text my dad after, and I was like, Dad, can you believe there are four super fun sites in not even that big town of Olbers, New Jersey? And my dad just texted back, that's not right. There's five. Barb, thank you so much for calling. Nothing says thank you to your employees more than an event day planned at an abandoned amusement park. I propose for your company's Christmas party that they gift their boss an empty box wrapped and bowed with a note inside that says good for one free back rub at the Soupy Sales Amusement Park or wherever the hell the place you were talking about was called. <laughs> I couldn't make it out, sorry. Um... And it was before or after my time, as the name did not sound familiar. <laughs> Thanks again for your call, Barb. Listener Scott and little listener Hannah, happy third birthday to you, listener Hannah. I have now noted that according to the resident expert on playgrounds, read you, that there are no good playgrounds in New Jersey. I'd offer up a rebuttal, but I haven't been out on the old blacktop and wood chips since I was knee-high to a merry grasshopper. So, it is with great pleasure that I say, for hopefully not the last time in my life, that your word, three-year-old child, <laughs> that your word is now law. Thank you for the call, guys. Teresa, we need more Jersey Girl representation for sure. Ladies, call, 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 call. <laughs> I will always put you marvelous people up front. Tell them Teresa sent you. Uh, listener who, who did not leave a name. That is right. I have followed up on this research. Not four, but five. One for each section of New Jersey that may or may not exist. That's South, Central, mm, North, West, and East Jersey. And no, there is not a South Central New Jersey. We are not going anywhere near that one. All right. That said, let's dive right back up in it, New Jersey. Block two. Here we go.
my name is Jamie, and I am originally from Old Bridge, New Jersey. Um, I sent this message in on Instagram, and Carson sent me and told me to call this number, so he said to tell you guys that before I tell the story. Anyway, um, basically, fellow native New Jerseyan, grew up in Old Bridge all my life, uh, don't live there anymore, but I still live in New Jersey, um, and Old Bridge is actually the town that... Um, Howard Stern said would be the next Columbine after we had bomb threats weekly. We would constantly be going out of school in the like football field because we had these crazy bomb threats. And we also had a staged riot, which was uh, organized over AOL Instant Messenger uh, back in like 2000 and I don't know, three, 2003 or 2004. And uh, there was this big riot because of the new principal who just come in and said we couldn't wear our varsity jackets or any j- jackets because there's too much drug dealing. So we couldn't wear any jackets while we were in school to keep them in our lockers. So all of the, um, all of the, most of the seniors and juniors did this riot and like a teacher was punched and they just like ran out of the school. It was crazy. Uh, so yeah, we uh, apparently Howard Stern, or at least that's the living legend that he uh, called us the next Columbine. And also one other fun fact, uh, one of our senior pranks was when I was like a freshman, these crazy seniors, one of them, uh, he lived in a farm, this kid, and he had he numbered chickens uh, one through ten and set them and just like released them into the school. Uh, except he didn't include a number like seven or something or some random number. He just didn't include one of the numbers. So when the, everyone, the principals and the authorities were trying to find these chickens and chase them down, they kept looking for the number seven and they never found it. And eventually, they figured out that was the prank inside the prank that they. Just, yeah, they're just crazy. Anyway, uh, love your show. Think you're awesome. Also, uh, have some mental health stuff that I deal with. So, love the fact that you talk about that. Love the fact that you talk about everything New Jersey. Um, yeah, uh, and also love the improv stuff. Uh, I do that as well. So, uh, thanks for uh, thanks for taking my call. This is Jen. I am calling from Avalon, and I think that your readers might know what this is, but not know that there is a name for it. It is called. The sauce hose, it is a way to put the sauce on a pizza that comes out of a hose. Now, I know that Manco and Manco in Ocean City, formerly Mac and Manco, which I still call it most of the time, is not the only place that has a sauce hose. But once you are allowed in there again, you can watch them put the sauce for a pizza on top of the pizza via a hose, hence sauce hose. Also, Central Jersey does not exist. That's all I got. Bye. Hey, this is John again from Asbury. Uh, I'm going to one-up my uh, my previous work story about sleeping in the laser tag and uh, foam frenzy at Sports and Games Complex with the time where I was delivering pizza, which is a requirement uh, coming of age in New Jersey, you can't actually get your license in New Jersey until you do at least one, like your official license. So you do one year of unpaid <clears throat> pizza delivery in the Garden State. And uh, so it was my very first pizza delivery job, and the Giants were in the Super Bowl. It was about like 10 years ago now. And uh, my boss, who uh, this place is luckily closed for everyone's health and safety, my boss at the time uh had a custom catering job to make go blue on like giant full-sized sheet pan sized letters g o you get the gist uh 
go blue and dyed the pizza dough with calzones blue, uh, but he kind of cheaped out on it, and they were, like, a very, very light blue. Anyway, so we go up to this catering gig, and I'm in my car, and he's in his van, and uh, we get to the fancy office building, and he crashes his van, and this is when the story takes a real New Jersey twist. He crashes his van into a parking uh, cone, you know, like a yellow parking thing, and uh, shatters glass all over the food. He climbs in the back of the van, picks the glass off the top of the poorly tinfoil calzones that are like, you know, life size, and he says, yo, dude, you gotta, you gotta get this van out of here. I'll drive your car back, but you gotta get this van out of here before uh, anyone sees it. Uh, and me being stupid and young, I agreed to do it and drove them to the van down the street with a broken window back to the pizza shop, and he served those calzones. Anyway, love the show. Thanks. Hey, Chris, this is Justin from Maplewood. Uh, I, too, also had a run-in with uh, Mr. Ganafini in New Brunswick about 20 years ago. So maybe the same night that uh, Sticks Mike D was talking about. Happened a little later in the night at the Melody Bar. Uh, sitting there, he walked in, sat down, we started talking. He bought me a Budweiser. He walked out. I had never seen the show. The doorman told me who it was. And uh, that was that. Never seen the Sopranos, and I loved it after that. So, anyway, also Town Hall Deli is just as good as Nelly described, and it's better than Milburn uh, Deli. All right, bye. Jamie from Oldbridge, thank you for following up. Howard Stern, riots, loose chickens running the halls of Oldbridge High, absolutely action packed. I loved every second of it. And is a staged riot really a riot? I'm willing to look the other way on that one. As an administrator was assaulted. <laughs> Thank you for your call, Jamie. Jen, the sauce hose. I may have to get one of those contraptions wired up here at the home office. And careful with your Central Jersey thoughts, Jen. I don't want to be responsible for you getting jammed up. But then again, you can always fend off those Central No Good Nicks with a sauce hose. You sound like you shoot from the hip. Thanks for the call, Sheriff Jen. Appreciate it. John from Asbury. Thanks for following up. There comes a time in every person's young life where they realize that most adults are just shitty, overgrown children. And I'm sorry, not sorry, that you found out via your boss doing a highly irresponsible thing in the interest of saving himself some time and shitty, barely blue, probably closer to green pizza dough. I'd thoroughly take him to task, but rooting for the Giants should be shameful enough. <laughs> Thanks again, John. Justin from Maplewood. All accounts have rendered Mr. James Gandolfini a saint. I'm glad that you enjoy the Town Hall Deli and its episode. My folks live nearby, and we got dinner from there a week or two back. Uh, family favorite through and through, uh, as my mom grew up in South Orange. Uh, I was standing at the counter when the edibles kicked in. <laughs> oh, follow-up. Um... For anybody who's looking for a window into my uh, drinking days, read No One. Um, 
I was once denied entry to the Melody Bar, for I was too drunk. And anybody who knows anything about the Melody Bar knows that that is very drunk. <laughs> the people I was with were actually amazed uh, that that had happened. Anyway, Justin, thank you for the call. Tom's River, and I'm just calling about a few episodes back to confirm Eric from Tom's River's story about Cardinal Drive backing up to the Sipagaygi chemical plant. Um, assuming that he remained living there, we also both went to Westover Elementary, which was off of Cardinal Drive, and had a very large playground, and along one side of the playground was a fence, and we were told never to go across the fence into the woods, and I didn't really think much of it. Uh, it wasn't until I was well into my 20s, possibly my 30s, that I was looking on Google Maps and realized that because across that side of the fence was also the Cedar Ivy chemical plant. Um, I did not have childhood cancer. I didn't know anyone who did, but I know that it was a constant fear growing up in Tom River. Thank you so much. Uh, I hope to call in with more New Jersey stories because even though I don't love, I don't live there anymore. I love it and I miss it a lot. Have a good one. Hey, so you can just play this on the podcast. I trust it'll be good enough because I was disciplined at Action Park. Um, I was always a very conservative driver. And I went with my friends to Action Park, and I'm sorry I'm not from New Jersey. I am from the Tri-State. So my friend says, punch it on the turns with a go-kart, because I said I had never driven one before. How do you drive them? So I do that, and I go off the course. I go barreling through like the... uh, the hay they had set up to keep the go-karts in line and there's dirt flying all over the place and then I come back on the track and finish and they go you come here and they make me where it's like someone fixed a hanger I went through two holes in a wooden thing it looks like something that was made in shop class that said Banned, and I was banned from the go-karts at Action Park. Now, the other memorable thing from that day, uh, they had a bungee jump. It's the first time I had ever seen one. My friend Mike goes on it. Of course, it was a fixed wrong. So he went down, and at the bottom, you just saw him scream with pain, My balls! Hi, Eric from Tom's River, talking about jobs. Um, in the summer of 2002, I worked uh, security for the MTV Beach House. I got to just sit on the beach for 12 hours a day and talk to girls when I was 19, 20 years old. 
And then after that, I started repossessing cars. I would drive around every single county south of 195 looking for cars. I would do one big U, start on either the east side of the state or the west side of the state. Drive down, drive across, just looking for certain cars. Uh, discovered the town of Mizpah, which was an interesting little location. Um, but also we're talking about jobs my grandfather. He worked in FBI in North Jersey, and he retired in his 50s or 60s, and then he went and did security. He was the head of security for the Meadowlands Racetrack. And somehow he got a job as the straight man referee for the Harlem Globetrotters whenever they would come into town. He would be the, the straight man, you know, you guys can't do that, you know, everything else, and just they would play off of him. And that's what he did up until he's 80s or so. So, love the podcast, guys. Have a great day. Hey. And rounding out the set this month, Liz from Tom's River. Thank you for your confirmation. I would also like for you to follow up and confirm that not many of the kids from Tom's River grew up uh, with frog's legs. And not like frog's legs instead of human legs, just like a weird frog leg on your body somewhere. Thanks for the call, Liz. Someone who went to Action Park. Congratulations on listening to your shitheel friends. The fact that you were playing it so loose that you were disciplined at Action Park speaks volumes. Condolences on your friend's road-rashed testicles. That sounds horrible. Eric, the Repo Man, TV party tonight. (laughs) Come on through to the home office sometime. We'll share a shrimp platter. (laughs) Great call, Eric, and thank you. Please, please call back with any Repo Man stories that you have from New Jersey. And if you can coerce your referee friend to call with any stories from either job, be it Raceway Park or the Globetrotters, I think I speak for the entire team here at New Jersey is the World when I say we would greatly appreciate them. And to our final caller, who was anonymous... AIDS? Eight? Age. Apes? Apes. Apes! It was our planet! Uh, It was a weird month for me, folks. Alright, that's it. That's all I got. Please keep the calls coming, folks. You can always, always leave a note at the home office. New Jersey is the world. By dialing 973-780-4660. I hope you all have a peaceful and enriching month. And please remember, be kind to yourselves and be kind to one another. Thank you all so much.
thank you again for calling Voices from the Jug Handle, a subsidiary of New Jersey is the World. Please feel free to reach out and leave a message at any time by calling our home office at 973-780-4660. Thank you and have a nice day.